You're listening to Bexer in the Morning, hosted by Spotify. Hello, Americans. This is Jeb Bexer, broadcasting live from Satellite 2. Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Bexer in the Morning. I am Jet Bexer, your host, and this is the 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Let's get right into it. We're coming to you live. Let me get to my notes. We're coming to you live from 2095 from the comfy confines of Studio 1A here on Satellite 2. And my voice is trying to come back. And I came into the Studio 1A without a bottle of Nutraze. Yes, I'm still trying to quit. 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. The first reading comes from the Book of Wisdom, which is a very profound reading, and we're going to get to the Gospel, which is a very familiar parable. You know, that Jesus has uh, been getting questioned by the Pharisees for several weeks now. But today, he, uh, he gets to preach to his disciples and gives them another parable. The parable of the lantern with the ten virgins that are waiting for the bridegroom at the wedding feast. So we'll get to that in due time. But the first reading from the Book of Wisdom, and let me read this to you, that it has some very profound statements. I'm going to read this short reading to you as if I'm a lector. And our CEO, let me get adjusted here, make a little noise. Yes, our CEO is the lector down in the past of 2023. And we'll begin with this reading from the Book of Wisdom. Resplendent and unfading is wisdom, and she is readily perceived by those who love her and found by those who seek her. She hastens to make herself known in anticipation of their desire. Whoever watches for her at dawn shall not be disappointed. For he shall be, let me back that up, for he shall find her sitting by his gate. For taking thought of wisdom is the perfection of prudence, and whoever for her sake keeps vigil shall quickly be free from care, because she makes her own rounds, seeking those worthy of her, and graciously appears to them in the ways and meets them with all solicitude. the word of the Lord. And you know, those are some profound statements. The Let's go back to that. The perfection, the perfection of prudence. What is prudence? Cautiousness, being cautious. And then the final statement, and meets them with all solicitude. Graciously appears to them in the ways and meets them with all solicitude. And what does solicitude mean? Well, it means to, to care or have concern for someone or something. So, yeah, being cautious is prudence and solicitude is you know, having care for someone else. And I was curious to see what uh, Father Richard had to say about the Book of Wisdom, and I failed to bring his book into Studio 1A. In fact, I think the CEO left it at his apartment. Not, not his apartment. That's here on Satellite 2. The CEO left it at his house. Down in 2023. So we don't know the wisdom of the Book of Wisdom. 
from Father Richard, you know, from RB Words, but you can look it up yourself. Why don't you buy his book, for crying out loud? <clears throat> My Sunday Best by Father R.B. Williams. That will explain his thoughts on the Book of Wisdom from this 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Or try to figure it out yourself. How about that? She hastens to make herself known in anticipation of their desire. Whoever watches for her at dawn shall not be disappointed. So it's like waiting for a bride to show up <clears throat> at a wedding. And then we go fast forward to the gospel. Yes, the responsorial psalm today is from Psalm 63, and we'll read that. <clears throat> My voice, I'm sorry. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. A wonderful psalm. The second reading is again from St. Paul, the, to the, the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. And he's cautioning these people now, you know, do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, for those have fallen asleep. And he's talking about those who have passed away. That do not worry. Those that are left, I know you're grieving, but, you know, we believe in Jesus Christ. And so too with God through Jesus will bring them with, with him, those who have fallen asleep. And so we go down to the end of this, this reading, and it reminds them that uh, you know, when the voice of a dark angel and the trumpet of God will come down from heaven and the dead with Christ will rise first, then we who are alive who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thus we shall always be with the Lord and therefore console one another with these words. So it's a wonderful letter to the Thessalonians to remind them not to worry. We know you're grieving for your lost loved ones. But when the coming of the Messiah, the second coming of Jesus Christ comes, we will be all caught up with him in the air in heaven. And he'll have the, the perished, our, our loved ones, with him. If we are the last ones left, Jesus will have those who have fallen asleep with them, with him, as he takes us all up to heaven with him. The gospel, stay awake and be ready, for you do not know on what day your Lord will come. That reminds me, you know, when we get into the, the reading from Matthew about uh, the ten virgins who had lamps with oil, and the bridegroom was late, and uh, the foolish five, you know, didn't bring oil. And the wise five virgins did bring extra flasks of oil. And while they were waiting for the bridegroom, they all fell asleep. And then a cry came out and said, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. He is here. And for all those virgins caught up, you know, they, they got up and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. For our lamps are going out. <clears throat> but the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for you and us. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. So they went off to buy it, and the bridegroom came, and for those who were ready, went into the wedding feast with him. And the door was locked. Who is the bridegroom? Of course, that is Jesus Christ. This is what the parable that he's telling to the disciples, and he's speaking of himself, 
the Messiah. The foolish virgins who came back from the market knocked on the door and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But the bridegroom said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. I was just reviewing the movie We're No Angels, you know, back in the 19, early 90s, I think it was 92, 91. I think we saw it when we were in college. At Louisiana Tech, yes, this is the CEO, Keith R. Reese. You know, only I may speak about Louisiana Tech because <laughs> Jet was not there. Bexer, Pollock, CC2, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, we watched that movie, We're No Angels, with Robert De Niro, who we will not mention anymore. The per people, the <laughs> what do I mean about De Niro? Oh, the people of Barbuda, the island who is part of the nation of Antigua, oh, they know who Robert De Niro is. They know who he is. Yes, they do. But yes, in this movie, uh, he was in it. And we try to ignore the fact that he was in this movie. And Sean Penn, you know, another activist. But uh, De Niro is no activist. He's just an opportunist. He went to Barbuda, after several hurricanes in 2017, slammed that island, destroyed everything, and the 50 people that lived on that island, well, De Niro, before those hurricanes happened, had been trying to take over that island for years. He was a rich guy trying to swoop in, buy it up, build resorts, and, you know, make a little island paradise for himself. Maybe he could take it all up to heaven with him when he dies. Well, the people of Barbuda fought him and turned him away. Yet when the hurricanes came in 2017, they lost everything. Yet the 50 people wanted to stay and rebuild. It was their island. Yet De Niro came in. Was He convinced the government of Antigua, which was also just obliterated by these same hurricanes. They're only a few miles away from each other, these islands, maybe 10, 20. Antiguan government said, yeah, we, we're we crying uncle here. We are in bad shape. So if Mr. De Niro, if you want to come in here and kick these poor Barbudans off their island, you go right ahead. You now have our permission. So he did it. He took over the island of Barbuda, kicked the locals out, and took over. So yeah, if Robert De Niro is your favorite actor, that's the kind of person he is in real life. He is a d So anyway, back to the gospel. The movie that he was in, We're No Angels with Sean Penn, and this had nothing to do with De Niro. The scene in which the young friar, he's like a monk, I forget the actor's name, but he comes in and meets the two prisoners who are pretending to be priests. And I said, we have been waiting for days for you, eagerly awaiting your arrival. Thank the Lord you've come. And then he discovers, you know, the old clothes that they've changed out of, that they've stolen off a clothesline somewhere in the little village near Canada, the Canadian border. And he sees the clothespin on the, the collar of one of the shirts they had just uh, taken off. You know, they're putting on the vestments or monk clothing or whatever they wear in a monastery. And he looks at Sean Penn and says, uh, well, what is this? And Sean Penn just looks at him and says, well, it's a clothespin. And he said, well, what was it doing on your collar? 
And uh, he had him there, and Sean Penn thinks for a while and trying to think of a, a priestly way of answering this question. And he says, uh, you know what it is? He said, no, what is it? He was a very naive young man, and he says it's a reminder that any moment, any one of us can be snatched up. And, of course, the young man, the young monk, he said, oh, of course. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? And later on in the movie, you see the young man wearing a clothespin on the back of his collar. <laughs> you never know when the hour will come, just like it says in the, in the gospel today. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. When the Messiah will show up and you will be snatched up, so be ready, have oil ready for your lamps. If you go into the market, if you were foolish, he will say, amen, I say to you, I do not know you. We'll take a break and come back, and we have some interesting, more interesting things to say. So stick with us. This is Bexer in the Morning. We'll be back right after these words. We're back. We're back. Yeah, we're sticking with Three Dog Night. They still haven't gotten my message. This is author Keith Arries. And yeah, we're still trying to get uh, sponsorship and uh, permission from rock bands, rock and roll bands, uh, musicians, entertainers, to use their music on Baxter in the Morning. And here is the news for that matter. <clears throat> We've had no luck with that. And, you know, Bexer, we're still using just the music score. Uh, version of here is the news and we're getting away with that we're not getting scolded by anyone yeah three dog night you know i made a joke about that last episode you know i've sent them a couple of messages <clears throat> and we're still using you know the song uh, i can hear you calling and i you know i made a foolish joke you know saying that you know i'm sick and tired of waiting for these guys and waiting for their geritol to kick in to finally wake up you know <laughs> there goes my stomach I think, yeah, it's 6 a.m. I guess it's time to eat breakfast. Anyway, we we may or may not continue to use Three Dog Night. We know they could get upset and sue us at any time, or at least warn us like Jethro Toll did. But uh, we've been thinking about sponsorships more than music. You know, we can use you know, any number of uh, pre-recorded things off of music score to, to be our bumper music, and we'll find something. Pollux, you know, Pollux has his dance party on up on Spotify, so he's really good at finding music. So he'll find something. He's he's nodding at me. He said, "Yeah, we'll find something." CC two is not around. I think she went to go practice at the driving range. She loves wearing that mini skirt and just making everyone go crazy. But she has great form, doesn't she? Pollux is like, well, I don't care. But yeah, if you look at CC 2s backswing. And take it frame by frame. When she points that club towards her target, it is a picture of perfection. And never mind, she looks really good in that mini skirt. And that's what all the guys are doing down in, you know, the like the theater that we have here at Satu. They're they're looking at frame by frame takes of CC two in a mini skirt, uh, taking practice swings at the driving range up on you know Tycho Beach on the moon. <laughs> I'm going. Can't you guys just watch a movie? Anyway. 
as far as sponsorships goes, we think we've come up with a good idea. And that idea is not beauty rest, but lo and behold, Maui Jim sunglasses. They have suddenly emerged to the front of the pack, and we're going to start tagging them, and we're going to start contacting Maui Jim. Our CEO has been bragging about their sunglasses for decades, and now he's just going on and on about the latest interaction he's had with Maui Jim and their customer service. And so we're going to take some time out here just to talk about Maui Jim. You know, this is the 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, and we have lots of time to, to finish out this episode, and we wanted to dedicate it to our friendly folks, our friends at Maui Jim. And yes, they did get their start on the island of Maui. And yes, they did lose their entire office to the wildfires in Lahaina. In fact, their offices were just like a block away from the miracle itself. Maria Lanakia Catholic Church, which did survive the wildfires. But Maui Jim, their office just, you know, from you could throw a stone and hit the building from the church. It did burn down. And uh, this is the CEO, Keith Arries, talking. And I, I was uh, getting some old Maui Jim frames repaired. And uh, just through the optometrist, the local retailer that I go to, and uh, they sent in a old pair of frames, and they, they talked to Maui Jim's customer service while I was just standing there at the counter. And they said, yeah. We could still work on that model. You know, they have a name, like a Hawaiian name, for every frame that they design at Maui Gym. And, you know, they have model numbers, but they also have Hawaiian names for every sunglass frame. And the ones that I had, they were brown, kind of an amber color, and old, and the lenses had gotten really scratched. And I asked if I could get these lenses replaced. That's one of the things that Maui Gym does. And they are the premier sunglasses you know, maker, you know, producer of sunglasses. You know, there's lots of competition out there. I won't mention the other names, but Maui Jim is hands down number one. And it starts out with their product. Uh, the lenses that they use is technology that is unrivaled. It's unmatched. The way that they cut down on the glare, uh, the haze, if you're, say, at a beach and it's a hazy day, it will cut all that haze out and make the world just a beautiful place just by putting on a pair of sunglasses. And, of course, uh, with their sunglasses, they all come with the same lens, and they call it neutral gray. But, of course, they I keep saying, of course, uh, you, may not, you may not know this, but, you know, you can look at all their different styles, the different frames. I like the aviators, but my personal favorite are the rimless frames. And you can look at Maui Jim's website, mauijim.com, and see all the different types. And yes, they are expensive. Let's face it. But I go about getting them with insurance. You know, the, the optometrist has told me for years that I have dry eyes syndrome. And that's probably from looking at screens too much. Computer screens, TVs. And they say, if you want to get some glasses for this syndrome you have, you can get part of those frames covered under insurance. And that does include sunglasses that they sell there at their retail store at the optometrist. And uh, they've been a big seller, reseller of Maui Gems for decades. 
And I've been going to this optometry since I moved to Austin in 1993. That's how long I've been a, a patient there, you know, a customer. And I discovered the Maui Gems, you know, over 20 years ago, particularly when I went there the first time in 2004. And I thought, you know, someone was on the beach with a little kiosk in West Maui and said, try these sunglasses. I'm going, well, dude, I can't afford these things. He said, just try them anyway. And that's when I was sold, right there on the beach of Kanapali, the most beautiful beach in the world. And the guy says, you see the clarity? He says, yes, sir. I said, yes, sir, I sure do. He said, that will be the best pair of sunglasses you ever put on. And he was right. Maui gems. So yeah, I use insurance to get a discount on them, so it does make them quite affordable. And they last for years and years, and I've had probably seven or eight, nine, ten pairs. Yes, I have. You know, I've lost some in some spectacular ways. Even on the island of Maui itself, a wave knocked me down one day, and my Maui gems went flying into the ocean, and I never saw them again. I have also given a very nice pair to an ex-girlfriend, that's how nice I am. I'll even tell you how nice I am at swimming pools. I left one of the nicest pair of Maui gems by the swimming pool at my old neighborhood and just forgot them. Went back about an hour or two later when I realized what I had done, and of course my Maui gems were gone. I was very upset, but I got over it. You know, you know, every year, almost every year, not every year, but maybe every two years, I would say to the optometrist, I want to look at your Maui gems. And they would just smile and said, go right ahead. And they knew what I was doing. I'd get the discount and come home with another pair. Well, <clears throat> I got the ones back, the amber pair, just three days ago. And this time I went with the green shade. And I don't know what it's called right now, but it is the green tint that they overlay on the neutral gray lens. And you want to talk about looking cool. And when I put them on yesterday driving to go be the assistant coach of my daughter's golf team, I was shocked at the amazing clarity. You know, the sun was out and I kept taking them off and then putting them back on just to see the difference. And I thought, this is wild. This is fascinating. And so I started thinking about it. I'm about to go on vacation where I'm going to be doing a lot of reading out on the deck of a beautiful ship. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going or what ship I'm going on. But I, started, I, I saw from their website that they also overlay, if you have a reader prescription like I do, they put three different uh, versions or, or you know, the power of the reader prescription you know, from 1.5 to 2.0, and I think that the highest is 2.5, the plus range of your reader prescription. If you are if you have readers, you know what I'm talking about. So they have three different choices, those three, and mine is 2.0, I'm right in the middle, and they said they will, or, yeah, for an extra fee, it's not a big fee, they will do the overlay of the reader lens. And what they do is they explain to me on their wonderful customer service, the lower third of the lens is where they put the prescription lens, you know, the 2.0 reader lens. And the top two-thirds is just regular sunglasses. And I said, you can use any color tint or you can just go with the neutral gray. And I said, you know what? I love the look of that blue Hawaiian lens. 
I said, let's go with blue Hawaiians on a frame called Ho'okaipu or Ho'okipu. You know, I'm not good with some of the Hawaiian names, but I think that's what it is. With the charcoal, the smoky gray frames. And I tried to do it for a lower price at the retailer, the optometrist. And they said, nope, we can only do it with the solid black frames. And I'm going, well, you know, that kind of defeats the purpose because of to get the Hoa frame. Uh, it looks wonderful with the, the smoky gray. And they said, well, we can't do it. I said, well, they can do it at Maui Gem on the website. They just told me. I just talked to them on the phone. <laughs> I did that. I went out in the parking lot, called Maui Gem on the 800 number, and their their main headquarters, they moved it from Maui many, many years ago to somewhere in Illinois. It's just south of Chicago. So they're in central time. And I even talked to them again about you know, the office that they have in Maui. They said, yeah, we're really sad about that, but the good thing is uh, no one was hurt from our Maui offices in Lahaina. And I said, oh, that, that is good news to hear. I'm glad that they are safe and they escaped these horrible wildfires. They said, yes, thank you for your kind words. And they said, yes, we can do the Blue Hawaii on that frame and with the 2.0 readers. We'll get it done for you very quickly. And so I went back inside the, the optometrist and they said, no, we're not going to budge. If you want this cheaper price, you have to get it with the black frames. I said, okay, cancel my order and I'll do this with Maui Jim themselves. And I did. I went back home. I ordered it. And guess what? Like three hours later, I get an email and say, the same day your order has shipped. Now, how about that for service, folks? They did the frame, customized it for me right there and then. You know, <laughs> I don't know how busy they are, but they did it right there and then in the office and shipped it the same day. I, I expect them to arrive today, perhaps tomorrow. And I wasn't, you know, I was just hoping to have them for my vacation in December. So I will have these beautiful sunglasses in a matter of days, if not, you know, today or tomorrow. And that's how good Maui Jim is. Let's see if we can hang on to them as a sponsor or, or at least get their attention as a sponsor for Bexer in the morning or maybe even both. Here's the news. We're at the 27 minute mark. I think that's all I'm going to do. Uh, it is Thursday. Veterans Day is coming up. This will air on this Sunday, the 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time. Everyone have a blessed Veterans Day weekend, and hats off to all veterans out there, including my dad and my brother. We know there are millions of you out there all over the world. So God bless what you do, and I don't like to say it in public, but yes, I am very thankful for your service, both men and women in our armed forces around the globe. So happy Veterans Day to all of you. Uh, enjoy your day off on Friday. And uh, I'll give you the lowdown on what happens in San Diego Sunday night. Apparently it is being live streamed uh, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I, I, I take that back. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, if I'm not mistaken. 7 p.m. Central. And that would be, yeah, that would be 5 o'clock Pacific time when it starts. So it will be live streamed on a website called veeps.com, V E E P S.com, veeps, which obviously has something to do with veterans. 
and that's a Joe Walsh website, I believe. Or maybe it's not. It's just like a concert streaming site, if I'm not mistaken. I've never used it. I don't know if there's a fee. But if you want to watch Vetsaid in San Diego Sunday night, you might even see our CEO who has already tipped his head out the door. He's headed for the golf course at Tycho Beach. Apparently, he can't resist that miniskirt either. <laughs> the little devil. Anyway, he's going to be there. If you watch Vets Aid live from San Diego Sunday night, 5 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern, or did I say that right? 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 p.m. Eastern. No telling how long this concert will last. Luscious, The Flaming Lips, The War on the Drugs, Stephen Stills, Joe Walsh, and the man himself, Jeff Lynn of the Electric Light Orchestra will be performing and is the ELO's first concert in five years. So if they pan through the audience and you see our CEO there, there you go. He is there live in person along with Mr. Jeff Lynn himself. He'll give you the lowdown when he gets back, folks. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining. And there goes my phone. Somebody's texting me. I bet I know who that is. For Jet Bexer, this is author Keith R. Reese. And for Pollux and CC2, keep that backswing, you know, keep their, <laughs> keep your head down, CC2, on that backswing and ignore all those idiots staring at you and gawking you and drooling. <laughs> you have a great weekend, folks. Good day, folks. Bexer in the Morning is brought to you by our friends at Spotify, hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese and a product of Reese Podcasting, a division of K.R. Reese Enterprises. Thank you for listening.